0: Warriors Life Podcast 2020 Episode 24: Swill Evans and Brad Larking, and we're finishing the season like the Warriors circa 2012 to 2017, uh, struggling towards the finish line. Missed a couple of weeks, but we're back for the last round. And um, yeah, I guess Brad, a bit of an explanation required from us of, of why we've uh, been absent for two weeks.
1: As a table, well, at least. The viewers need to hear your little accident. I, I'd love to hear it again myself.
0: Uh, it? So, I'm sick of telling I'll, it. let Thursday again. Uh, so, two Thursdays ago, um, just cruising through the, uh, the local countdown car park, um, slammed in. <laughs> okay. What's that? an empty car park. Slammed into a well disguised lamppost. Came out of nowhere and um, folded my, the front half of my truck up, and yeah. So I was in no mood to. Um, I probably would have still been sobbing if we'd done the uh, the podcast. So uh, we pulled the pin that day, and yep. uh, yeah. Then last last week, a bit more glamorous. Your reason for uh, pulling the pin last Thursday?
1: Yeah, I was off. I, I had a weekend away, white then, on the west coast of the South Island, New Zealand, um, and it was a bit of foul weather coming up. So we we had to drag it day four, just so I could hit some good weather up there. You don't want to be in the bad weather on the coast. (laughs) Cheese She can howl down over there, my friend. But we got there, got there just, just we pulled up and it was pissing down. And then about an hour later, she started easing and then for the weekend we had three days of 20 plus, 20 plus, got a sunburnt on my neck and yeah, she was a ripper.
0: So that's where we've been the last couple of weeks. Uh, We are back. Thanks for everyone that has been inquiring and it makes you really feel wanted that a few people actually do uh, look forward to yeah. listening for whatever reason.
1: I was getting through Hast and there was a picture of you and myself stapled to a lamppost, missing. Have you seen <laughs> the ads? So yeah, no, it's it's really gone far and wide this search. So no, we are safe and sound, and ready to ready to roll again. Yeah,
0: ready to finish off strong. So just recapping, obviously, we uh, our last podcast was in the lead up to the Parramatta game. A disappointing one Uh, we were bound and ball gagged and bent over in that game by the officials which uh, ultimately proved pretty costly for the Warriors Uh, going into the must win game against Cronulla thought they really should have um, put that one away any game that you're up with six seven minutes to go and particularly when your season's on the line you lose it Uh, it it's pretty disappointing I thought was one of their well probably their most disappointing performance in a couple of months um yeah Sean Johnson too got early on fought their way back uh just just not quite on their game and and um, and run over late uh with no with finals an impossibility I thought they were really good against Canberra was it 26 14 in the end 26 yeah that was it wasn't it um yep. I thought that they really turned up when after everything they've been through, a uh, couple of changes as well. The Parramatta boys going back to to the Eels. It could have been not an excuse, but it might have just been um, you know the time for them to put the queue on the rack. But they turned up and really stuck it to Canberra. Yeah,
1: they did, and all three of those games, I think the deciding. A contributing factor. We are just lacking there's one or two players, eh? One or two players, and we could have won all three of those games. Just those another another yeah. player for a bit of expected. But geez, haven't been haven't been pissed off about any of those performances though. No, Still, not at all. Um, um, you, away from with the lads in the weekend white belt, That's all we're talking about is how proud we are of this team at the moment. God,
0: yeah, epic. And plenty to be proud of of, of each of those three performances, particularly. Parramatta coming back from 16-0 down and just about putting ourselves in a position to win it. But last week too, uh, getting Canberra all... They, they've got a lot to play for, still pushing for that top full spot. Uh, we were all over them in the first half. Just uh, pretty unlucky, really, that loose uh, Jazz Tavanga pass while they were a man short and we were 14-6 up. Uh, the long-range intercept, that sort of swung the game and then that jammy try um, got them ahead at, at halftime. Couldn't really put too much together on attack, but uh, still hung in there. D- didn't let it blow so out. Second it as well,
1: wasn't there?
0: So there was some... Yeah, so another one from an intercept. So And then, yeah, it wasn't until 72nd minute that they really sealed it with uh, Nick Kotrick going over. I thought, yeah, again, just a, another performance to be proud of and full of character, et cetera, et cetera. Todd Payton's uh, stamp all over it once again.
1: Oh, I know, old Brownie, old Brownie, if you to do no. something. He's
0: sweating. He, he came in <laughs> talking it down a little bit, to, almost coming in like he did when he came to the Knights, oh, I'll rebuild this, uh, you know, low base that. This, this team's coming off a pretty, um, pretty impressive back end of the season, and given the signings they've made, the pressure's going to be on them straight away. Uh, we'll talk Shit, about yeah. that a little bit later. Some of the... Um, I get some more impressive performers from that game roger again inspirational um as his day and his season finished with uh, 20 minutes to go but had a line break um, team high 186 meters five tackle breaks uh just outstanding again a sad way for him to finish but um yeah what, what more can you say about the bloke?
1: Yeah, he probably deserves an injury to sit down and just enjoy the last game, doesn't
0: he? He enjoys a bit of a sit-down. Yeah, and then, uh, as if we couldn't admire him enough, turns down the opportunity to take an early flight home just to be here with the team for that last game, even though he's been away from his family for five, five, six months now. Um, yeah, he's sitting nice.
1: in that stand this weekend he'll be sitting in that stand this week with a, a Bundy and Coke and a, a Winnie Red hanging out of his <laughs> mouth just having a smoke, just enjoying the last game I reckon
0: yeah to put your feet up Rog you deserve it mate um, Peter Hicko another uh, yeah another great performance from him in a very very good season over 100 metres two great tries uh, he's been setting them up um, at will lately but the other day he took a couple of try assists from uh, Cody Nicarima and got a double. Um, yeah, real big hit on um, on Semi Valame as well. Eye-catching game from Peter on um, well, both sides of the ball.
1: Cody, wouldn't it have be been good if that Cody had played last week against Sharks?
0: Oh, I think they just about win the game. He, Yeah, Cody didn't turn up against the Sharks. It was, and I was incredibly frustrated during that game they seem to persist with running uh, inside inside balls to forwards inside the 20, and just mm. nothing plays when they've been stretching teams on the edges with, uh, with the likes of Hagoo. and Yeah, I think that's where they came undone because they probably could have got out to a bigger lead against the Sharks um, when they were up in the second half. And yeah. I'm not sure what that was about. Both of them were guilty of it, Cody and, and Chanel. Yeah,
1: dropping um, yeah. Oh well, but
0: yeah. But anyway, oh, well. we are where we are. Uh, Cody, yeah, a lot better against the Raiders. Uh, Chanel probably um didn't get his chance to shine, but again showed his desire and, and just what a competitor he is when uh, on that ninety metre chase on Valame, um on the intercept. Uh, just yeah, you love to see that sort <laughs> of thing. But the the big surprises, probably two of their better performers Lockie burr was on fire and getting josh papali all riled up um some big hits some strong carries he was yeah he is fighting for another contract somewhere and uh likewise isaiah papali probably one of his best i'd say close to his best performance since 2018 you know isaiah
1: um, i don't mind him as a middle like mm. a and
0: yeah it's a lot better 14 runs 123 meters 35 tackles um, yeah, had Elliot Whitehead uh, given up his lunch to, to the GIO Stadium turf in the second half and uh, yeah, he, he rolled up the Raiders as well. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, he, I think he's far better suited not thinking about passing the ball or trying to do anything but just smash it on up. So I hope Lockie Bird gets someone like the Dogs. He came from the Dogs originally, didn't
0: he? Yeah, he's been there a couple of times I think actually. Um, yeah he'll he'll get a gag somewhere and yeah it's interesting to see if if Papley gets gets contract somewhere else in the rl or whether they warriors might throw him a late lifeline talk about a little bit about their roster composition the Fords um a bit later because yeah a few pieces have been moving around yeah and uh yeah that, that was more or less it as far as the um standout performers Go no real duds, although it was a bit of a step back for Wade Egan. Um, two steps forward, yeah. one step back. He's been really good lately, and yeah, didn't work out too well from the yep. other day.
1: Uh, what? When? Whoever's having a bad game? The other one, look, Lawton yeah. had a pretty sharp game. Yeah, so oh, he was very good. With, uh, yeah. yeah. So no, at least I'm working in together. Is that working in together? You play shit today, and I'll, I'll get you today, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got, me? bro. I got you, bro. Um. Yeah, Merchie still. Fine solid
0: footy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was good. He's yeah, getting through plenty of work. He's always a, a threat with the ball. Um,
1: way more mope than I thought he was as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, It was sort of seemed like a big lumbering type, but when he gets going, um, yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Um, um, one question I did have for you: obviously we're out of the running. I would ask you this um, last week, but uh, who are you going for now?
1: Oh. Gee, I haven't. I think, and I, I have, this is, this is even hard to get out of my mouth.
0: I oh, don't say oh, it. Don't teams,
1: say it. I know, I know. There's two teams actually, and both of them are going to offend a lot of people. First, the Roosters. I, I just love the Morris brothers, and I'd like to see Josh get a ring. Yeah. For that reason only. For that reason only, the Roosters, and for the other reason only, Ivan Cleary deserves a ring as well. So. I'll be going, yeah, t- Panthers disgust me, but I, I wouldn't mind Ivan winning something, having something to show for the hard work he's put in over the years anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I guess those individual storylines will be enough, to, um, and not that I mind the Roosters at all anyway, and the, the first three, petes since the early 80s would also be... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm
1: almost not... sort of for it now, I was against it for a bit, but then I was mm. like, oh, no, nah, let's get it. A... i I'm almost for it.
0: Um, yeah. I'm... How about you? You well, yeah, after Sha- Sean Johnson's uh, season-ending injury, that put paid to um, any any affiliation I have with the Sharks. A uh, real shame for them and for Sean, being fantastic this year. Um, not that they probably could have gone too deep, but um, yeah, the, I'm still on the Raiders bandwagon. I think they'll shown a fair bit later this season. I think they've got another gear to go to. I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, start rolling a few bigger names on their way to possibly another oh, grand final it's,
1: it's kicking game
0: who's kicking game sorry
1: How good is Jack white in?
0: oh yeah uh, unbelievable um, yeah
1: He's about the game in 18 months the best kicking game in the game just about that long kicker his is unreal
0: yeah um, everything that we said about him at the start of 2019. It's just been yeah, rammed down our feet. throats. Yeah, um, yeah. no, I like the Raiders' chances, even though without Hodgson, but they, they've seemed to overcome some of those setbacks. Um, and I that guess. little dude's too bad. But yeah, Tom in, Starling. Yeah, him and S- are a nice little combo, nice little rotation. I uh, wouldn't mind seeing the Eels, you know, find something. The, the, the talent's there, and just one performance away from getting back on the horse, that's, I think. They've
1: been shit for about six weeks now, though, haven't
0: they? Yeah. Uh, Look, it's a big missed opportunity enough. for them. Um,
1: Pretty
0: you? Yeah. Um, and obviously, uh, moving on to Backs for Warriors, uh, the big news of the week, one of the biggest, probably the biggest uh, recruitment news, arguably since uh, Roger and Isaac Luke Signed on for us uh, midway through 2015. Adam Fanil blake coming to the Warriors.
1: As soon as he got announced that he wanted to get out of Sydney, you knew he was going to be at the Warriors, eh? Mm. Yeah, it's just... out of
0: it. What
1: a signing. This is an absolute ripper. Isn't he in the, is not he the top, top meter eater in the comp?
0: Um, I'm not sure where he stands among the, the props, um, but he's certainly one of the most damaging in the game. Uh, I I don't really ever remember us having a prop quite like him except for maybe Joe Wagner but he never really quite reached his peak with us um, and left when he was 25 to Super League Um, Adam Fenoa Blake, 24 now and just coming into the peak years of his career Um, you're concerned about his his, uh, off-field reputation and his penchant for doing the odd stupid thing on the field?
1: I'd rather him than DeBellin. I'm far yep. more happy with this scenario.
0: Yeah, oh, <laughs> as a player and yeah, as, a, as a person for sure. Um, yeah.
1: He's got, he He does come with that. That is that is the risk. But I think that's the risk of any proper hot headed prop, isn't it? Know, it can't be like that on the field and then be a saint <laughs> in the street you've got to be sort of
0: half don't you yeah well we have been crying out for a bit of a mongrel type and he certainly brings that um i think the the type of personnel they have at the warriors will probably rub off on him as well um whether adam blair is there as a player or if he's in there as a in an off-field role i think he'll have a, a positive influence on someone like adam um and, yeah, like, I mean, I don't think he's a bad dude or anything. I've um, interviewed him before he, when he was here in Christchurch and he came across as very respectful. I, I almost think some of the social media stuff is almost a little bit of a front and maybe, you know, he's got a little bit of a crew at Manly and, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, just think, I
1: just, love, a, yeah. love, how different, all of a sudden, from last week, when his name got added to our forward pack lineup, the complete difference. Looking on paper, our forward pack all of a sudden, just with his name added to it. Yeah, well it just it just finished that forward pack all of a sudden. We don't need any other forwards.
0: There's only a handful of props in the game that you know. carry has sort of aura, I suppose, as far as you know, being able to turn a game on his own. You've got Papali, maybe Hargreaves. Um, Payne Haas, James Fisher-Harris to a certain extent, but yeah, there's, there's not a hell of a lot of them out there. So to have one on our books is, is is great. It's been an area we've been lacking for a long time. I think that the last time we had, you know, even anywhere close to an elite sort of prop rotation was uh, when we made the grand final last time. We had um, Lilyman who in career-best form, Madelino career in career-best form and repairer at his at his top since then it's yep. been been a little bit probably an area of weakness even though i've had some you know uh some workaholics and some real tries but certainly no one that can bust a game open um uh, no black that just massive meters uh got an offload footwork and score a try um yeah it's pretty mouth-watering to think what he might be able to do for us
1: how much? How much do you think the effort that I put in this year, the team on the field and the coaching staff, off it, da da da, has been to all of a sudden have people interested in playing for the worries?
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Months. Yeah,
1: we uh, couldn't. Uh, we couldn't uh, attract one of those scratchy uh, salesmen at Sea to us.
0: <laughs> well, that was has uh, been part of our problem. At the you know earlier this year, we were just in despair that we were we had zero appeal. Um, and yeah. now we've yeah come up with a handful of, of good signings with this this signing. I put up a little list on on Facebook of um, of what I thought, not necessarily of how it worked out, but the you know just the hype and the um, I guess yeah, the gravity yeah, around it, yeah. and a lot of people misconstrued it as me saying it was the top ten signings and saying <laughs> what about James Maloney? What about you know? People? Uh, anyway fairly inevitable but yeah I had Adam Fenua Blake at number three uh, after Sam Tompkins number two and, and Roger as number one um, yeah it's, yeah, it's I, just I, huge
1: Sam Tompkins two, and I thought yeah people are going to really misread this <laughs> yeah. people are going
0: to read this one did they uh, yeah uh, it's,
1: anyway it's, 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 in terms of because it's the pre it's, it's captain what's it called captain hindsight yeah it's easy to yeah but um yeah gee whiz roll on next year
0: (laughs) yeah um pretty exciting stuff it's it's a good way to go uh you know end the season as well with all this optimism obviously the goodwill and and, uh, positivity about how they've played but also what they've got going on for next year obviously um, and Phil Gould, you can't underestimate his influence in this. Um, Nathan Brown somehow has done it again, as far as being enough of a carrot of a coach to attract players. Um, whether he's able yeah. to get them to put it together on the field is is another thing. But yeah. what do you
1: think we still? What I I know what I yeah. What do you think we still need as a in this team though? Is that all we need? Are they the sign-ins? Is that what's going to fix it, or is there still something else we're going to uh,
0: need? I, to I don't quite think it's a premiership-ready roster. It's definitely a top eight roster with, um, particularly for Noah Blake, but you know, bolstering it with guys like you and Aiken. Um, I guess we'll, we'll talk we, about a.
1: We nothing, don't we? We need f- that something out of nothing player.
0: Yeah, it's, I'd still say we're a little behind uh, most teams as far as our best hooker goes um yeah still still a slight question mark over the halves um if we could you know say sign a a matt burton from penrith um and and force nicarama into hooker that would be my preference because i think chanel can be can be the um you know the half back leader that we need um
1: yeah yeah. Yeah, he
0: can he's got he's a guide yeah um, and I think an area that is a big question mark for next year is our wingers, whether Ken and Fuss can come back uh, better or as good as they have been in the past, um, or whether you know missing. Well, what we've had, yeah, yeah. You know, our wingers have really um, put in well. I think for.
1: I, th- I think all the criticism that we've thrown at old Adam Pompey, he's been just as good, if not better, than Foss has been in the last eighteen months.
0: Oh, I'd say been the last six weeks of Pompey, he's put in more, yes. bit more, more um, strong performance than Fuss has in the last eighteen months. Yeah, um, yeah. he still looks like a still something ungainly about him, but he has is, he hasn't made the the balls ups that we've maybe been expecting. Is he's, he's been um, yeah, strong ball runner, a good finisher and. Um, Greg Alexander still getting pretty barred up over him. That's for sure. He took about forty five seconds of the game in Canberra the other day to start um, start salivating <laughs> over how what a strapping customer he was again. Oh, he He's getting a little
1: bit crispy there, eh? Yeah. He, I mean, Randy looks like we um he looks exactly. I think we, we white bait. I think this might have been where we white baiting. He looks exactly like that um driver or Thunderbirds, you know, Parker. <laughs> yeah okay. Parker, and then put it next to brandy alexander um but yeah nah
0: he loves him i'm a little bit gutted about herbie I'm yeah a little bit gutted about me so as per uh stuff audience today they've um yeah revealed that patrick herbert's not going to be offered a contract i can't quite understand that uh i guess seeing how Hayes Perrim has performed as a backup and, and how Pompey's gone has, has kind of maybe made that decision a bit easier for them. But for me, Herbert's the best. Oh, like It'd be close to um, first choice for me at the moment as a winger. Uh, I'm
1: not a Karen. not at all.
0: You're not? I, what's that about, Karen? On Hayes,
1: on Hayes Perrim, I'm not.
0: Oh, you're not I've
1: convinced? I've got a lot. Yeah, I need a lot more proof from that kid, I'm sorry, but I think Herbert's twice a player than him. Pompey, I think Herbert's still better than him on a wing. Yeah. Um, I think Herbert is the perfect fit for the Gerald Beal that's been at this team for the last 18 months. Yeah. yeah. It's a strict decision to me. So, best in, much
0: a, much. in a perfect world, we'll have Peter Hicku and Ewan Aiken in the centres next year and Ken and Foss on the wings... Back to their best, but there's no guarantees there. And uh, you know, I'd, I'd just love to be able to see them fit Herbert in. So if, if you know we've got an injury or one of those guys yeah. that isn't performing, them we've got the next best to come in. I got obviously we'll be a lot more amped about Adam Pompey as a replacement than we were uh when he debuted last year or uh, most of of this year. um He's proven himself, but. Yeah, I just think they're missing an opportunity there with with Patrick Herbert to hang on to a really good, you know, hard edge player. Um, he can't be
1: on that much money. No, it,
0: exactly. He came as he didn't even play a game before he got here. Um, just he's just got that X factor and that extra bit of desire that I don't quite see from quite a few of the other outside backs, to be honest. Um, yeah. Now with all these middle forwards coming in, um, Adam fanua Blake. Added to um, Ben Murdoch, Masilla, Kane Evans, uh, Ignatius Parsi told that he can move on. And, yeah. Yeah. Who I, I would I don't, I'd rather have, Sarah Parsi? Well, I don't Yeah, it's a flip of the coin. I'm, you know, I just, like, I think our squad needed bolstering, not, you know, replacing some of our more solid performers yeah. with other players and, and shipping off the guys we already had like we need depth and i and bunty afoa still up in the air he's sort of said he was going to dig in his heels and and stay on but whether that is realistic or is is still up in the air i, I don't i'd have passy and afoa over kane evans still i'm still not yeah, totally yeah. sold on that uh signing hope it does work out but yeah i don't really not, see the yeah. wisdom in that um bring in an Evans I, to get rid of those guys.
1: I think we've seen the best of Armey. I'd, I'd have Parsi. I think Parsi offers something a little bit different to having Armia in there with Fanua Blake, Kane Evans. Um, mm. so, yeah, I don't
0: know. I'd Tough mean, one. Well, I like now that we've yeah, but we do have um, Jermaine Taulano Brown, yeah, and there's sure. there's uh, whispers that Jack Hetherington might be um, in the mix. With with and being told that uh, by Penrith that he's free to look around, so you know if we could get yeah, was, Hetherington in.
1: I was reading this afternoon that he's not keen on coming to New Zealand, and it looks like he might end up uh, at Manly.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, man, yeah, it'd be a good fit there. Um, he would, yeah. pack of arseholes <laughs> Um, yeah, Ah uh, is going to be an interesting one. A whole year out of the game, um, in his thirties already. And pretty straight up and down kind of guy. Sort of arrived uh, with a bit too much hype, I think. You know, just cracked the New Zealand Test team. He was a good solid player for the Dragons, but he was never their leading prop. But it's then, a bit of a one, isn't it? but then he might be, you know, like he was thrust into that sort of you know number one prop role here in a pretty ordinary pack. He might thrive again when you've got Fanua Blake and. You know, Ben Moon or playing in the in the middle, um, creating a bit of havoc, and and he can just come in, you know, work hard and and do a job. Like you need players like that to hold down yeah, the that's middle. Yeah,
1: that's a fair call.
0: That's know, why you've he doesn't miss hard. tackles. Doesn't miss tackles. Um, yeah, so I'm prepared to give Mal um, the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, I'm st- I'm still a little bit, you know, f- to see Parsi and Ifoa, particularly Bunty I think. A lot of good years left in his career. Um, yeah. I'd be disappointed to see him lose, lose him after all the work we've put into him and the potential he's still got, I reckon.
1: He'd go well coming off the back of those other two as well. Yeah, He's one bright, Like sort of like what you're saying about Armao. What's, what's he going to be like without... Because like, he's a young fella trying to lead that team around. like to know a brown this year. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, a foul no, was the most explosive prop we had last year. Um, yeah so you know to be able to now play with guys like Fanua Blake that could take him to an, another level um, Tana Brown I think will thrive with uh, with these other guys been a little disappointing the last uh, couple of weeks after some big games probably just puff the poor young dude mm-hmm. though yeah first just first year in probably, the NRL.
1: Yeah. yeah right in the wheelhouse of the joint yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Could run run yeah. Run! It's like, he's oh, getting beaten up by men every week.
0: Yeah, no, he's, he's been good this year, JTB. Um, looking forward to seeing what he can slow oh, on. Oh, can't wait
1: for the Summer Bangers come out. Yeah,
0: yeah. A few the months sun. to get in the studio, throw yeah. down some bars. Um, now, a couple of uh, announcements off the field. Uh, Tony Edo and Stacey Jones moved on. Well, not moved on, but. Uh, out of Nathan Brown's coaching lineup, uh, reportedly. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll be you'll be okay with that, I imagine.
1: I'm um, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, Tony Noro, How long's he been there? He's been there for a long time now in that assistant role.
0: Yeah, he's, he's, had, yeah. he's had many roles and several assistant gigs. Caretaker coach at one point. Um, I think yeah, just a bit of a, a freshen up would be good. Maybe they could have kept Stacy on, but. I guess uh, Nathan Brown did have a good look at the, at the two of them when he was working there over the summer and I guess knows what he needs to to get the job done. He's brought in Craig Hodges, uh, very experienced, <coughs> lower-grade assist and assistant coach. He's won a couple of Queensland Cup titles uh, um, with Wynne Manley in 2011-12, coached the, the Broncos NYC team for a few years as well, so he's got a pretty decent resume, he was he was the one that um took over from Garth Brennan for those few weeks at the end of last season. So yeah, I it, think pretty uh,
1: O in our L career, hadn't he? Is it eight 0 no? Ten or no.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. he's actually he had two stints as a caretaker coach. Uh zero wins. <laughs> but <laughs> can't really eight, hold seven, that against else. him. Um yeah, no, I think it he's got a decent level of experience behind him um and yeah he's handpicked by nathan brown it's got to be a good sign justin morgan kept on still not quite sure if, if uh you know what if he's uh the best credential guy to be there but must make a good cup of tea eh? yeah <laughs> must real good cuppa good just good to see some fresh faces in there i think um He's and not... Ira
1: Jones are starting around the club, aren't they? I'd say Jones—he'll—he'll yeah. he'll do a lot of work with some halves still. Yeah. And they may, thank like else and They reckon pathways for Iroh, eh?
0: Yeah, and Maybe. he's got a lot of yep. uh, the, yep. that sort of experience, though. So. Yeah. Um, particularly Stacey, good, good to see him keep on at the club. The legend that he is. Um, yeah, I think that wraps up uh, the main off-field news surrounding the club. Obviously, uncertainty of, of whether they're going to be, uh, well, it's looking increasingly likely that they're going to be in Australia next year, um, with no travel bubble starting until at least March, so yeah, I guess it that, depends but, on where they're going to be. Their
1: first game on home soil, when all this is calmed out, is going to be manic, and it's going to be like that. First game nineteen ninety five okay. against the Broncos.
0: It's gonna it's be, gonna be it's, it's, it's gonna be hard. the the rugby league version of Big Day Out fittingly was held at Mount Smart for all those years. It's gonna be yeah. massive, eh? It's
1: gonna be loose. Absolutely loose.
0: Yeah. We'll have oh, to get up there for it, bro. surely. Oh she we can organise ourselves for that. Yeah. Um, huh? but yeah, it looks like we're set for another season, at least half a season for um based over in Aussie. Um apparently the Warriors want to stay in, on the central coast, which, you know, become quite accustomed to it. Not so keen on Redcliffe. Yeah, um, fair enough. Is, I
1: like the playing out of Central Coast.
0: Yeah. Uh close to Sydney um kind of Redcliffe I guess. I'd I would would have thought that they um if they were based in Redcliffe, why not play their games at Suncorp? But uh, apparently they would play at Dolphin Oval there in Redcliffe. Not a bad little spot, Redcliffe. But I can, yeah. I can definitely stated, see that. I just
1: upgraded that to 11,500,
0: though, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, I um, and yeah, Redcliffe, who we've got that relationship with now. Um, trying to angle for a NRL franchise. Um, so, yeah. A lot of moving parts there, but I'd say yes. if I say if the club is comfortable on the Central Coast, then you know they should do everything they can to accommodate that mm. yeah, shit yeah. um yeah, and again, just uh, it's amazing to think what the the club has achieved um you know given the the hurdles that they've faced and on the field, given where they were when Kearney was uh, sacked and and the couple of weeks after that were pretty ordinary. To to see that we've got, what, seven wins on the board and potentially an eighth and possibly a ninth-place finish. Um, yeah, exceeded all expectations.
1: Even be, before this COVID stuff, like even yeah. without the, um, the hardship they gone with shifting over there, we thought they were going to be wooden spooners right from the outset.
0: Yeah, well, what they put up in the first couple of weeks was... They've had and spoon written all, all over it, and now they're, you know, the only reason that they're not going to play in the finals probably is because the season's not long enough, so... Yeah, that's about it. They're coming home with a wet sail. Yeah, which not a uh, traditional trait for, for the Warriors either. Um
1: nah, Brownie's so. got some
0: work to do. <laughs> yeah, Toddy P. Man, his, uh, his value skyrocketed. <laughs> The cowboys cowboys fans are licking their lips at getting that guy into to work with their players um, I just thought I'd uh, talking about non-final seasons um, obviously we won't be playing finals but we're very proud of what the team's achieved there's just so much goodwill surrounding the way the team's performed and, and everything else uh, I'd just sort just ask you where this ranks among our non-final seasons brad and um there's, i've pinpointed three okay. other three other seasons where yeah. it was overwhelmingly positive despite us missing the finals firstly uh, 1995 our debut year uh won 13 games lost nine shaded out of the finals on four and against um agonizingly the uh, points deducted for the fifth replacement the notorious fifth replacement against the magpies uh, came back to bite us but yeah they lived up to the hype and then it all p- pointed to a very rosy future um yeah
1: 13 that's a tough gig to get bundled out on isn't
0: that? yeah a... it, was a, it was a very a lot of weaker teams in the comp then and 20 team comp as well so yeah winning half your games that wasn't was... quite enough then what?
1: How many went through to the
0: finals in those uh, years? that was eight, an eighteen finals still. Sure. Well the first year of eighteen finals actually. But uh yes, yeah, so obviously big year for the club. Um I think they passed it was a pass mark despite missing out on the finals. Uh the next one I've got is is two thousand and six. You know, they came tenth, won twelve, lost twelve, but they started the season on minus four after a um after a salary cap snafu. Uh, I think it took them a good half dozen rounds just to get off zero. Um, but yeah, finished finished strongly. Um, some some great wins towards the back end of the season and kind of, it was Ivan Clary's first year set them up for uh, making the finals in five of the next six seasons. Uh, four of the next five seasons, sorry. Um, so yeah, big year, important year for the club despite missing the finals. And the other yep. one, 2014, uh, started horribly with uh, Matt Elliott getting sacked after five rounds and amid some horrific losses. Then Andrew McFadden uh, took us to a... They finished 12-12 and 12 again, missed the finals on four and against. It's the closest a team has ever come to making the finals without actually making it. Um, and, yeah, a lot of positivity around, around the team then as well. Yeah. Um, but would you say 2020 eclipses all of those?
1: Uh, yeah, With without comparison, to be honest. Yeah, it, it really does. In terms of, especially this, What is what's it, what do you reckon it's been? How long ago did we play the Roosters? It's been since that Roosters game.
0: Yeah, that's, has, that one, was, I think, round 11. So, yeah, a couple of months nine, now.
1: Six. Yeah. When was the last time you could watch 10 Warriors games <laughs> yeah. in a row? and be pretty happy with every performance. Yeah. Not one duck game.
0: Yeah, probably never in their history, to be honest. Maybe 2002. But again, they're still liable to throw on the old shocker. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. No,
1: it's been so complete. This has been the most complete half-season. <laughs> half-season. But the most complete... Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll be as proud to watch a Warriors or be a Warriors supporter at the moment. Than I have been in a long time, a long time. Even some of those years making the four finals and that, it was all good. But at the moment, yeah. And now I don't think 2006 would have been. It was a goody.
0: But um, a couple of months ago, we were. It was one of our lowest points. As sympathetic as we were to, um, you know, the club's plight, being stuck over here and that sort of thing. We it was still tough for us to. To cop how they were playing, but yeah, these last couple of months. I um, guess
1: that's why it's so much better because they had us. At, they had me at my lowest point ever as a Warriors supporter. Yeah. Started starting to think, well, Jesus, who do I support? Because I don't like any of the other teams either. It's like what I—I I was in a predicament. I was almost ready to bounce. It was getting pretty mm. dire. Just disillusioned with it all, and I think that's why it feels that much better now at the end. Because we've come from, in terms of low to high, there hasn't been a climb like this in my history of supporting
0: the Warriors. And isn't that just the most Warriors thing ever? The the fact that you, you know you probably <laughs> you probably couldn't find any club ever that's had to go through what they have this year and to you know produce the kind of efforts that they have, and the performances they have. In adversity, and that's just so warriors, this, you know, totally destroying any expectation, good or bad, that you might have had. Um, but, yeah, just another uh, great chapter in the roller coaster.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> scary thing is, all, all bloody signs point to next year being an utter disappointment.
0: <laughs> I know. If, if we still had Peyton, everyone would be declaring us massive premiership chance. I know, that's um, the...
1: Sh- of it all. Yeah, that so, is the same
0: as well. but it is going to be exciting, and we've still got one game to go in 2020, of course. Warriors is playing Manly on Sunday afternoon, five o'clock kickoff. Um, yeah, hopefully we can finish in style.
1: Who's that? Uh, so, who did they end up shifting to fullback? Run, run through the team, will?
0: I will just uh, bear with me for one second. Pedaheku gets the. Uh, Gets the fullback spot. I think that's the right move. He is the second best fullback in the club. There was a bit of um, a bit of noise around Paul Turner. Uh, should he have got the fullback nod? Um, Hayes Perrim obviously got a bit of experience there. But yeah, Hiku has been outstanding every time. He's got the fullback jo- uh, job for the Warriors. So yeah, good move there. Um, Pompey and Herbert. Returns on the wing after a few weeks out, so yeah, big game for Herbert. He's well if he's if he's not getting a contract with Warriors and he's playing for one somewhere else. I'd love to see him um, prove the club wrong with a big game to finish the year. But all right, all right. who's he playing outside of? Um, he will be playing outside of. So Perrim has moved back into the centres. Yeah, you know, I can't figure out who's gonna if, whether Pearum will go back to us because Karen played in Pearum's centre spot last week. He was pretty yeah. quiet actually, um, so I'm not quite sure who's going to be playing and uh, uh, where in the centres. Pearum's back in the centres. Um, yeah, that's so I've got to say. Right? centre still? Yeah, Karen's the other centre still. I would have liked to see Paul Turner get a get a run. Sure in the centres to see what he could do there. Uh, Kieran off contract and still not really any certainty around what's going to happen with him. Uh, Yeah. I guess Todd Payton's picked the side that he thought would be best equipped to win the game. He doesn't care about uh, next season for us to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, Yeah, other changes. Ali Katoa comes back into the second row. um, Which... Means Josh Curran is out of the team Jack Murchie drops back to the bench uh, Yeah, Tanah Tana Brown uh, starting off the bench and, and uh, Burr and Papali starting up front so a reward for how well they went last week um, Tom Arley I thought um, showed a couple of good signs in a fairly brief first grade debut last week he's out of the 17 this week but uh, yeah nice little introduction against pretty tough pack yeah, yeah. He's pretty young in there. He's yeah, real, yeah. He? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Run? So yeah, good future. And I guess, you know, that's that's another reason why the club might be happy to let guys like um, Parsi potentially yeah. go if you've got someone like that. He popped a nice offload, a few good runs. Um yeah. Yeah.
1: Now there is a little bit of cover in that propping position there in there. Yeah.
0: So that's our team, not too many changes, obviously Roger the big out, but uh yeah, always feel comfortable with Haku. At the back there, um, Tom Travojevic out, big blow for Manly. He just can't stay in <laughs> the field, that guy. Um, so they'll have Tavita Funa at fullback. Yeah, still a, still a few guys missing from uh, from their first choice side. Um, and Adam Flanilla Blake not playing this week.
1: How much uh. do we have to beat them by to get to that ninth position? Or is it uh, winning good enough?
0: when is good enough depending on other results so I'll tell you what needs to happen for yeah. us to uh we'll to be get... cheering for this weekend we're che- well and this uh, goes against um what I'd prefer to do on any other given day but we're uh cheering for the knights to get up over the titans who have come from nowhere tonight but uh yeah they're they're flying at the moment the titans um, everyone talking them up as uh, one of the big movers for next year um yeah. And the other results, obviously, if we beat Manley, we'll leapfrog them. And the other result we need to go away is the Eels to beat the Tigers. But, yeah, so those three results happen, and it's a very well-deserved ninth-place finish.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we deserve it. We deserve that position. Yeah. We deserve the Sharks' position, to be honest. The Sharks don't deserve the poorest, isn't it the poorest winning record or poorest winning record or whatever to make it to the finals the Sharks, some, if they win this weekend
0: something or the only team to make the uh, make the finals without beating another finals team during the regular season or something like that it's not
1: better finals team you maggot <laughs> bastard
0: <laughs> yeah even we've done that um yeah so mainly uh, not going particularly well um they Canterbury a couple of weeks ago, but they've lost seven of their last eight, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they've yeah leading a lot of points uh, on form, and, and all things being equal, we should give them a bit of a touch up this week. We're playing in Gosford, um, should be all fired up. They get to go home the next day. I think yeah, I'm I'm predicting a eighteen point win Sunday. Ah.
1: Oh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I noticed Trace Trace with the supermarket today, and there's a little pork be- there's, a, oh, there's a pork belly sitting in the fridge. So that five o'clock Sunday, I'll have that pork belly just ticking away. Six o'clock, smashing pork belly, watching the Warriors smash some Sea Eagles. Yeah, what a day! God, yeah. I look forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward. To this.
0: So we, uh, obviously that was at, at the start of our run. We had that great win over Manly, um, despite a couple of simblings at Brookvale. On a Friday That's, night, I, so we have beaten them already in the. Uh, it was round thirteen. It wasn't that long ago at all. Yeah, I, I think with the guys mainly have out Triplett and Fanua Blake, and we should have it all over them. We're just you know they're they're pretty disjointed the only team. They've beaten us Canterbury in the last two months. Um, I don't. I just don't see how they can beat us. No,
1: nah, what's the tab
0: saying on these two? They've still got the um the uh Seagulls as favourites. It's gotta be because Roger's out, but even so, that's uh yeah, I was I'll definitely be having a piece of the Warriors head to head. The Warriors again last week, beat it beating the start, they've only the only game in the last what uh, nine rounds I think, uh, that they haven't that they haven't uh, won against the start was uh, against the Sharks a couple of weeks ago. Sixteen and a half point underdogs last week, and um, yeah, only went down by fourteen. They've just been, ah. yeah, they've been outstanding. All um, you know, the, the odds have come in. The Warriors only a dollar ninety-five underdogs. Um, I'm sure I saw them around about the $2.30, two thirty-two forty mark. What's well, mainly at a dollar sixty? eighty. Yeah, that's short. There's not what's a point start? One or two. Yeah, one or two now. So yeah, but definitely get on the Warriors there, that is money for old rope as far as I'm concerned. Money for what? Rolled rope. Old rope. <laughs> money for old rope.
1: That's a ripper. Yeah. That hit a nerve. I like
0: that. Um Yeah. <laughs> so any any Sweet. other thoughts on that game before we roll into the rest of round twenty?
1: No, I think we've waffled, haven't we? We've put these buggers through enough already. Let's uh yeah. so we get into the round twenty. Yeah. Final round.
0: Yeah. Good call. Uh so kicking off tonight, again, redundant because by the time you hear this it'll already be over. But uh yeah, it's a big one. Um in the wooden spoon battle. Brisbane. Man, I almost feels I almost want Brisbane to win tonight just because of how uh, how um gleeful everyone else in the game has been that they could end up with a wooden spoon.
1: Oh, I feel the same way. I've I've been sort of watching with one eye open the last few weeks, mm. just come on, lads, just sneak a win. Mm. Just sneak a win.
0: And then um, their every chance nope. against the Cowboys who have been better but they've only won one of their last ten. Um and yeah, Still everything pretty. to play for, for the Broncos. If they they just have to beat the Cowboys then if the Bulldogs lose to um, Penrith, then they swap positions again. So yeah, yeah. Um, I
1: jump on the. I'm jumping on Broncos.
0: Yeah, I've, I've got the Broncos here. I think um, neither of these sides are they're uh, particularly trustworthy, but I think they uh, they can do it.
1: <laughs> they're not. Yeah, got to pick one, and I just the Cowboys. They bore me. They yeah. bore me so. Um,
0: that's been... Yeah, Tony Stags at five eight. Interesting to see how that goes. Might have a Is bit it? of a yeah, bit of a sneaky try score a bit on him, I think tonight. Oh, he'd go.
1: Yeah, that's a, not a bad nudge. That's not a bad nudge.
0: Um, Friday night kicks off with uh, Titans Knights. So the one. So yeah, for our finishing later position, unfortunately, we'll be cheering for the Knights. But geez, I mind. Uh, back in the, the Titans as a as an underdog here. Knights, pretty uninspiring final side as well. Um,
1: yeah, I see people picking O'Brien as coach of the year. It's like, why?
0: What, what a joke. It? It's yeah, seventh it... in a bottom-heavy comp, that's, that's nothing with that roster that they've got. They've been shabby as to, to finish the yep. year. 42-12, they lost to the Roosters uh, a couple of weeks ago. They, what did they do last week? I think they had a win with Ponga back on deck, but, yeah.
1: Would, the Warriors would beat the Knights easy at the moment. Yeah,
0: well, we beat them 36-6 only a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah And then, uh, yeah, so I think they're going to be cannon fodder for the Rabbitohs in week one. Um, and I think they might battle to get past the Knights here, to be honest.
1: So I'd almost rather finish 10th than have the Knights <laughs> win this game.
0: Yeah, there's just so much to like about this uh, Titans side.
1: Yeah, I'm going Titans. Yeah, Bugger they, it. I'll they, finish. What's they, the difference? 10th, ninth. We still haven't made it, so yeah. it will be forgotten this time.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, and, geez, they put some points on Manly last week. I think it was 42-18 in the end. Another reason to uh, oh load up on the Warriors to beat Manly. How could we be underdogs against a team that got beaten 42-18 by the Titans? <laughs> Makes no sense. True. It makes no sense. Anyway, um yeah, I I'm gonna to have to back the Titans there. Although, you know, silver lining if they if the Knights get up then we can grab that ninth place finish.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh second game, the grudge match, Rabbitohs Roosters. For, I think it's what, third place six. Um Rabideau's looking for a bit of momentum. Heading into the finals. I just can't remember any of the results from last week, so I'm just bringing them up, but I'm pretty sure was it Rabbid's losing to the Bulldogs in a boil over while it's last it's, Thursday. Thursday night, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was the last thing that they really needed. Um but they'll still be in that sixth versus seventh game against Newcastle in week one. Uh yeah, good good test for the good uh yeah. Nice lead into the finals for, for both teams.
1: Have the Roosters got everyone back on board, bar Victor Radley and uh, Alderson, did he?
0: Uh, I think he was in his 300th last week and he he played the game. Was that his, game,
1: game, back his bum injury?
0: Yeah, he played a... Uh, uh, not his 300th, that has taken over challenge record, scored a couple of tries, I believe. It's funny,
1: it's funny, one of the guys we're white-baiting with he is an exact doppelganger of Mitch Orbison, eh? Oh, really? And we're sitting, sitting there watching the game, <laughs> ripping the shit out of Rankin about how much he looked like Mitch Orbison. <laughs> and then for a double and Rankin was getting stuck into us. Mally
0: effect. Um, <laughs> um, never fails. But yeah, so they're bringing in a few guys uh, that were out last week, James Sadesco. Corden um, is back again. Geez, it's pretty nerve-wracking watching him go around these days. Please, just put a... I think they should let him wear a motorbike helmet. <laughs> Please. Go hold
1: his roos on, on boydo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just get easy on boydo, yeah.
0: mate. You Go don't, easy you're on You're not allowed to tackle him above the waist. Um, <laughs> yeah, Taukaha back as well. And Isaac Lou and Joey Manna getting a rest. I still think roosters should get up. Just, yeah, just looking at the ladder. And... The, I guess it's not as much of a muchness. The Roosters can't get a home final for week one. And playing the Storm or playing the Panthers, they're probably not fa- phased either way. So not a lot riding on it for them. Uh, besides momentum and, and confidence. But yeah, I still think the Roosters. Yeah, on going Chooks. Uh, that's, so that, fr- that's Friday done. Uh, Saturday kicks off. Bulldogs, Panthers... Could be could be playing to uh, get off the wooden spoon uh, slot again. The the Bulldogs good win against the the Rabbitohs last week. <laughs> um, they haven't got a shit show in hell of no, this game. Although in saying that, um, the, there's a well, there's, there's just a, a couple of absentees actually for the um for the Panthers. Dylan Edwards, Stephen Crichton, and William e. Kakao out, uh, but they've got plenty of depth there. Gives guys like Matt Burton a chance off the bench. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think they'll be nah. too good. I mean, you know, they've lost what one game all season. To lose to the Bulldogs would be a bit of a buzz killer. I think it's, I think it's, it's like a sixty-one-year-old record to, to, um, to lose only one regular-season game, which is a phenomenal achievement in this day and age. I lose, bro. Uh, yeah, and um, they weren't bad in that game either, they only got run down late, they've also had a draw against Newcastle early on, um, yeah. but yeah, jeez, what a winning streak it's been, is it going to be seems- a bit of a, you know, those winning streaks, You they get that long, you sort of wait for them to yeah. end, and you're taking this into the finals, is it going to be a bit of a
1: I've always thought we were talking about that last weekend as well. I reckon you want to get a, a loss under the belt before you head into the finals. Mm. It's, a, it's a horrible thing to be carrying with you. Um, but, yeah, couldn't have happened to a better team, I suppose. I'm, Carried.
0: I'm, actually like su- that. I'm surprised they didn't give more guys a rest. Cause, uh, and we'll talk about it coming up. There's some teams that have absolutely cleared their ranks and uh, given everyone a holiday. Um, but, yeah, Panthers with most of their team there will be too strong for the Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, I think so. For old Stevie Georgialis, eh? Hang up the track for the year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wait for his the next, wait for his next interim coach gig. Probably get <laughs> chucked in there when uh, Trent Barrett gets sacked early.
1: <laughs> oh, Barrett won't last two years. Yeah, He's, He won't last two years. Anywho, who's the second game uh,
0: Saturday? Cronulla Canberra. Um, yeah, Sharks. This could actually be um, the second game. I mean, the, the first week finals game as well. If they hold their positions, Raiders looking like they'll finish uh, fifth unless Canberra. I mean, unless Parramatta stumble this weekend um, against Tigers, so Sharks guaranteed to finish eighth. Um, yeah, these guys could be facing off again in a week's time. Big out, Johnson. Out. Yeah, oh man, and Wade Graham has been chucked in at 5'8". Uh, eight. Um, has he? Yeah, is he? But so that's <laughs> that's a, a real vote of non-confidence in Matt Moylan, once again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, oh, he's just
1: he's he's just dropped right off. Mm. He's dropped off the pace completely. Moylan, it's just his name getting him game time these yeah. days.
0: They've also lost uh, Josh Dugan and. Sione Katoa. So yeah, pretty new look back line all round. Um, Raiders though, this is, yeah, it's going to be intriguing um, to watch this one. So they have left out Chance Nickel Clockstead, George Williams, Jared Croker, John Bateman, Jordan Rapana, Josh Papali, Joe Tarpany, Jack Whiten, and Elliot Whitehead. Holy that's that? so they yeah. There's the only players that they've retained from from uh, last week in their starting lineup is uh, Semi valamade made Nick Kotrick, uh dunamis Louis, and um, I think Hudson Young. They got Havili starting at lock, Harry Wanira's in the same. But yeah, just some some guys I've never heard of. Jarrett Sublu, debuting off the bench. Dar- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darby Medlin. Good to see yeah. Good to see Darbs get a well overdue call up. Um, <laughs> no, good luck to all these guys that are. Adam Adam Cook at fullback. Good luck to these guys that are, that are um, getting a run this weekend. But, geez. And this would have had massive permutations for the Warriors if we were still in the finals hunt looking to overcome. The Sharks. Imagine how irate would have been if the Raiders ran this team out against Sean Johnson and the Sharks in the final round and we needed them to lose.
1: Chuck the Mounties out there. Oh, Ricky's only just <laughs> chucked the bloody Mounties out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, we
0: would have to, we'd have to loan them back Jack Murchie to beat them.
1: What's he resting Croker for? Yeah. What's he, what is he resting for? He hasn't done anything in this whole year.
0: Yeah, <sighs> um, it could be a bit of a momentum killer, but uh, anyway. Mm-hmm
1: was the game i had put my uh, B above the word camber on my bit of paper here and i've just gone and scribbled it out because this is
0: <laughs> what do you do yeah but i still think the raiders can win although yeah no i think the sharks should win surely there's just too many guys out both halves um yeah fullback M- or most of your best forwards yeah, yeah. Not it's not good. unwinnable for the sharks, but uh, for the raiders. But I think the sharks will should get the win. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the sharks aren't going to be long at this comp, are they?
0: No, this they'll year. lose in week one for sure. Whether it's the raiders or Parramatta that they're playing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so Saturday kicks off, uh, closes with tigers and eels. Tigers playing for pride and for Benji. And Chris Cross, Chris nice lines. Tiger pun. Um, and Chris Lawrence starting the centres actually. Um Parram added, this could be the game. So they got the win against Brisbane last week to just get back in, in that winning groove. If they can really put it on the Tigers here, that could just be the, the key for them going on a little bit of a September run.
1: Yeah, this is a nice team to play yourself into some form before the finals, isn't it? Mm. I think Parram got this. I'll get that out of the way early. Parram, yeah. my name's. So, Lawrence, is this his last game?
0: Yeah, yeah. He and, well, he's retiring and Benji wants to go around again, but probably it's not going to be at the Tigers as a player.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Ah, out of it. How many other people are finishing their career? We should have touched on that earlier.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, Gavin hmm. Gavin Cooper and Darius Boyd, last chance to see them tonight. Oh, yeah. They'll both be handing it up. Um, Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's a good, um, it's a good bet, eh? Try score at any time. These sort for the, of
0: for the retirees, just... yeah. Love we'll yeah. good farewell yeah. try. Yeah, Gavin Cooper actually, he, he can score a try.
1: Yeah. Um, who have you got in this Tigers game? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, Eels, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah. Don't need to say much about this game, do we? Who um, cares?
0: Yeah. Um, <coughs> apart from we would like the Eels to win for the Warriors' uh, later position sake. Um, yeah, Saturday kicks off with uh, so it's a two o'clock game. We're in that crossover with daylight saving where we um, go off one week before Australia. So two o'clock kick off <coughs> in Australia, five o'clock for us in New Zealand. Um, and then season regular season finishes with a bit of a dud uh, dragons versus storm storm already locked in for second dragons um, out of contention. Although, I think actually just uh, looking at the ladder. last weekend? Pardon?
1: Did the Dragons get a hide in last
0: weekend? Um, what? I'm just having a wee look here. Yeah, they got uh, smashed by the Knights actually, 42 18. That's right, yeah. I had an impulsive head to head bet on the Dragons when they were paying over $3 and uh, I think they conceded the first try inside two minutes and they stopped watching. <laughs> disappointing <laughs> uh, yeah so I think I'll storm, storm, storm there although uh, just looking at the team the the, uh, the so Craig Bellamy rested Cameron Smith Cameron Munster Felice Calfusi, Jarome Hughes Jesse Bromwich, Josh Haddock Justin Olam Kenny Bromwich, Nelson Osofa Solomona Vunavalu and uh, Tino Farsis Samalawi um yeah. The who, uh, is there anyone left? And just still looks Oops, like yeah. a, still she looks like did. an okay okay team. Ricky Little getting a run. That's uh Oops. that's good to see. Um yeah, yeah. Brandon Smith, a starter hooker. Good to see yes, yeah, just still a geez, they've got some decent depth. Albert Veta getting a run off the bench. Um and they've still got the likes of Pappenhausen come the Christian Welsh, so I'm still gonna back the dragon Oh, uh, the storm here.
1: So who's playing five eight?
0: Uh, they've got Riley Jackson, Cooper Johns and halves.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll still go to Storm. Gee, whiz they have got some death, in not they? they must have been rotating a bit of their squad this year. Because we've yeah. seen all those NAS. It's like Camper's rotation. Yeah. It's like who the hell is this guy's been doing the rubbish <laughs> last week, they're playing for camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's a players we've heard of.
0: Yeah. Uh Dragons dropping Corey Norman. Um because James yeah, yeah. Jaden Sullivan today, debut in the halves with Adam Clune. and Ben Hunt's out suspended. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll back the storm. Yeah, yeah, same man. So that's it. That's it for our regular season. We're going to be back for a bit of a season wrap up, our awards and so forth.
1: Yeah, we're going to some award, some gradings, and
0: yeah, yeah just a bit of a preview and yeah, yeah.
1: We'll, we'll
0: stay sober for the last show of the year this year, though, way. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone, uh, and don't go back and listen to it. might have to actually take it off uh, <laughs> Spotify, our <laughs> Christmas special last year. Uh, the second <laughs> the, the second part was, uh, we thought it was great because we'd had a few beers and it was not very good at all. Got
1: quite yelly, didn't
0: it? Got quite yelly. Yeah, talking over each other, slurring. <laughs> um no no insight no um, at least we never recorded the punch-up <laughs> yeah yeah glad we uh hit mute on that one <laughs> no sweet yeah. oh, i was good to good to talk again william yeah it was yeah. and i just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh the, the people who have supported us on on patreon because uh brad larkin's podcast services don't come cheap he's uh yeah, he's, he's really turning the screws on me for his, for his uh, salary. So uh, Adam Hill, Fonzie, who's got his own podcast, is very good as well. Check it out. Uh, Rob Anderson, who uh, he and uh, Rue and Hammer on doing their Facebook Live thing on Wednesday nights. Uh, another another one to check out for Warriors fans. Uh, Gareth McKinnon, Michael Gordon, and uh, Michael C Hobbs. Thank you all very much for your contributions. And uh, just a quick shout out to also to Don McCarthy, he's, he's uh, listening from Thailand, and he's forking out the massive amount of postage um, for me to send over one of the Warriors' 25-year books, so good on you, Don. Right,
1: right, oh, sorry, Don, Wa Don, Thailand. <laughs> Is that Thailand?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I think so, I might have to uh, get the fact checkers on that, mate, but, um, yeah. Uh,
1: good so, on you,
0: people, good on you. Yeah, no, we appreciate all the support, the comments, the uh, mild abuse, and yeah, all of it—it's all good stuff. But thanks for uh, thanks for uh, being back with us again. Apologies for the fortnight absence, and uh, yeah, enjoy the last last game of the season. Catch ya.